Hi there. Welcome back to another episode of the Jasmine Star Show. I'm Jessica, marketing strategist for Social Curator, and I'm so excited to connect with you. Today's episode is a recording from a recent Ask Me Anything session Jasmine hosted on Facebook Live. In it, she answered questions about how to create non-dancing reels, how to use your Instagram bio to prep your audience for sales, how to deal with other people's opinions, and so much more. I love these Facebook conversations because Jasmine's advice is so raw, honest, and given in real time. At the end of the day, we are all just a group of hungry dreamers ready to grow our businesses. And this conversation does just that. So without further ado, let's listen to the episode. Hi, and welcome to this week's edition of Ask Me Anything. Every week I pop on and I just answer, not just, I answer questions from business owners, but we always like to start these conversations with a question. So as we go into the fall season, if you had to pick your favorite fall drink, what would it be? A, apple cider, or B, hot chocolate? You know, these are the riveting questions that I ask you. They pale in comparison to what I am being asked. So once we get those parties started, let's dive into some questions. Let's start with Instagram Reels from Chrissy. She asks, are there any alternatives besides dancing to make a good reel? And I'm going to come out and say there are many ways to get creative, but we have to remember it's not about what you like. It's about what your audience wants. I will be the first person to say, I don't like to dance on reels. I'm really not waking up every morning and be like, I'm so excited to make a TikTok today. I can't wait to roll my shoulders out. Like, no, that is 100% not what my objective is, but I also know that despite my best efforts to not dance, the dancing ones where you're just having fun and being silly, those actually perform extraordinarily well. But if you are 100% never going to dance, then let's dive into three examples of non-dancing reels, starting with number one. This is a pointing reel. This is when you will be pointing at words or things that you want to highlight. Now, here's the thing. I have seen like a little bit of undercurrent, low-key shade of people saying like, I can't stand to see another pointing reel. And I'm like, Why are people hating on an idea or a topic when other people are out there trying their best? And the pointing reels are being created because the pointing reels actually work. So here's an example. This was a pointing reel. It's like, uh, stop doing this if you want to grow on Instagram. And it was basically me like acting out some of the stuff that I was suggesting for people not to do. So instead of, you know, pointing like, don't follow unfollow, I was simply on my phone when the text came in. So I, it was even less than pointing. It was setting up a tripod, putting on the timer, recording myself, and then adding text on top of that. It's effective and no dancing required. Idea number two for non-dancing reels would be a voiceover reel. So a voiceover reel is when there is another audio track, so somebody could be saying something and you are either lipping, like lip, lipping along, like lip syncing along with it, or that audio is just in the background and you're just reacting to it. So 
I'm going to uh, post an example here. This was a voiceover reel, like social media trends to say goodbye to. And what I did is I voiced over, um, it was like a game show kind of audio, and I just interspersed my opinions. Like the audio was like, now we're going to vote for who actually stays and who goes. And I was just pointing to trends, like things I shouldn't want to see anymore and things that I did. And so I was just like, like lipping it and pointing. So that was a voiceover. So it required no dancing. It just required me to move my lips. The last third, the last one and the third one, no dancing would be a tutorial reel. So here's an example of a recent tutorial. Instagram story design tip you need to know. And I have a series. And these are just tutorials where I'm walking people through and I'm showcasing what they could do on their own. And guess what? By and large, you don't even need to talk. Like I will post, like you saw that one that was like part six or part seven. And so I have, I post like a Instagram story tutorial about every week or week and a half. And it's been great because all I have to do is like Instagram story design tip you need to know, part 10, part eight. I just say that, I have it memorized now. And then I just do a screen recording of what that story design tip is and then I share it. So there you go. Three ideas that you can do to create TikToks or Instagram Reels without dancing. There's a couple live questions that are coming in, so let's dive that before we get into the other questions. Becky Roberts said, I love some lighting tips. Well, Becky and anybody else who's interested, I am afraid I'm gonna disappoint you because my lighting tips as a professional photographer are extraordinarily rudimentary. I simply stand in front of a window. That's it. Right, right now, there is a window in front of me and there's a window to the side of me. That is my lighting. This is the lighting that I use for about 98% of all things that I do. If you don't have a window, you can just open a door so you could be standing inside and that natural light is coming in through that front door. That's it, that's all I got. Uh, let's go into the next question that we have and that is from Unique Blast. What are the most important things a product-based business should have in their Instagram bio? Well, I have great news, and this news is that I'm gonna share advice that applies to both product and service-based businesses. So let's break down the five components of a boss bio. First is your title, then its benefits, your audience, your contact information, and a free gift. So let's start off with number one, your title. This is truly what do you want people to call you? Oftentimes when I see like an Instagram bio and instead of saying photographer, people say like purveyor of family heirlooms that last legacies. And you're like, what? Like you want your title for somebody to come across your Instagram bio and then know immediately what it is you do. Are you a graphic designer? Are you a life coach? Are you a financial planner? Like say it and explain it like I'm five. That's the first part. Part number two of your boss bio should be the benefits. At the end of the day, we have to understand that social media is all about me. And it's all about you when you're a consumer. So anybody who's following your business accounts, they're in it for who? Themselves. So your bio should tell your followers the benefit of what it is you do. Like, what do they get? Why are they following your account? For financial planning tips, for workout tutorials, for meal planning recipes, tell them the benefit because it's going to incentivize them to continue following you. Third is your audience. You wanna describe exactly who it's for. I don't believe that my Instagram account is for everybody. I really don't. 
I know that my Instagram account is for entrepreneurs. I say my Instagram account is for entrepreneurs. Your Instagram account might be for men over 50, for working moms, for adventurous couples. Identify who it's for because you have a like higher likelihood of attracting a customer when you're identifying them. The fourth piece is your contact information, and I know that that probably sounds extraordinarily basic, but I cannot tell you how many times I have wanted to reach out to a business and didn't know how. Phone number, email, location or an address, something along the lines for me to reach out and have direct communication from a business perspective is powerful. And then lastly, the fifth one for your boss bio is a free gift. Now, any before anybody like freaks out, like free gift, this is a download, an ebook, a video, uh, a PDF, a list, a blueprint, a guide, something that is going to make somebody want to continue the relationship. I love social media, I think it's great. But when it comes to marketing my business, I want to, yes, market it on social media, but I wanna market it also on a way of a newsletter. I want to be able to grow my business outside of just social media. So let's take a look at my boss bio come to life. How do I want people to describe me? CEO of Social Curator. That's my title along with business strategist. And then I talk about the benefits. The benefits are growing social platforms, but the audience is entrepreneurs. So here are the benefits and the audience in one. I help entrepreneurs grow social platforms. There's my contact information, my email address, and here is the free gift, free Halloween photos to use in business, and then I drop a link. Now, I am changing out that free gift link, like sometimes I have like a quick way, uh, or like an easy way to make quick reels, or a branding guide, jasminestar.com forward slash branding, or like if people want more information on reels, it's jasminestar.com forward slash reels. I'm constantly rotating out what those are. That is a free gift and that is my boss bio. All right, uh, there was a couple other live questions that are coming in, so I wanna make sure that we get into that. Uh, Cesar Ocampo, what is the best length for a reel? I will tell you again and again that there isn't best of anything. If the content is good, people will watch the reel in its entirety again and again. So when uh, right now, currently most TikToks, you can go up to like three minutes on TikTok, but I, I rarely see it happening. People are usually staying in the TikTok length below a minute. For Instagram reels at the time of this recording, it is also less than a minute. I've also noticed though that if you just because you can take your entire reel a full minute, I would not take it any longer than it has to be. In fact, when I'm recording a reel, I'm always thinking, is there a way I can make it shorter? Is there a way I can make it shorter? Is there a way I can make it shorter? I want to make sure that a reel is like a bite-sized punch of information, inspiration, or entertainment. So you'll see, like when I post a reel, like so today I posted a reel and it was 34 seconds. And like three days ago I posted a reel and it was four seconds. We're just testing, always testing, always going back to what content is going to resonate. Izzy said, I just got TikTok, LOL, yay, and I noticed they don't have many characters for the captions, so what is best, just hashtags? It depends on the content that you're posting. Hashtags are a great way for searchability, but the beauty of TikTok that is so different from Instagram is that their algorithm is serving up TikToks from people who you don't follow. This is a great way for growth. This is a great way to get engagement. So 
Do you need a string or a series of hashtags? No. Do you add a few here and there? Sure. But I always like to look at a caption on TikTok and on Instagram as a quick way to showcase who I am and what I do. Remember, if I was just on TikTok just to create content, I can just use hashtags, but I'm on TikTok, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, I'm on YouTube, I'm on Twitter, I have a newsletter, I'm on Pinterest, all of those things to drive business my way. Since I am showing up specifically for business, I wanna use whatever captions I can to self-identify, showcase benefits to the followers, and explain who I am and what I do. Good questions. All right, uh, let's get into a question from Michaela. She asked, I love what I do, but imposter syndrome and comparison have been overwhelming lately. Do you have any monthly, weekly, daily suggestions to push past these negative thoughts? So Michaela, I first want to pop in and let you know that you are not alone. I have the honor and privilege to talk to tens of thousands of business owners every month, and this is the number one thing that business owners struggle with. Not, oh, how do I get more customers? How do I increase my sales? How do I meet my year-end goals for revenue? How do I get an ROI? What's my EPL for launch over launch? All of those things. Yeah, we talk about them, but at the end of the day, what I hear again and again is, I'm not doing enough, somebody's doing more, somebody has more, somebody's smarter, somebody has a bigger following, somebody has more money, somebody has more resources, somebody has more education. And you could say all of those things. And even if all of those things are true, maybe somebody does have more education. Maybe they do have more money. Maybe they do have more experience. I'm here to remind you that it takes a constant effort to reframe your thoughts. Because even if somebody has more than you, it doesn't mean that they're destined for a different amount of success. I have seen business owners with very few followers, less than a thousand followers, make over six figures in a year. I have seen people who are wildly educated. I'm talking about doctors, lawyers. I'm talking about people who have so much education and they can't get their business, like their clinic, their practice, off the ground. I have seen people come with wild amounts of connections from their families, from their country club, from status, from luxury, from being in society, whatever, and they can't get their business off the ground. There will always be, no matter how much money you have, no matter how much education you have, no matter how young or old, there will always be somebody who has more. But if you realize and know that somebody has more, and if you realize that somebody has less and is doing more than the things, the letters after your name, the commas and zeros in your bank account, who your great grandpappy was, all of those things don't matter. The only thing that you are in control of is how you show up. I always think to myself every morning, even because like, let's just be honest, like running a business is hard. Being a business owner is hard. In fact, I had a meeting very early this morning where I went into a meeting and I was just like, oh, like how do I even ask this question? And somehow was able to get the question out and being like, here it is. And to hear somebody else in response to my question, in response to me feeling like really, really, really low, he just responded, oh, look at these numbers, not that bad. All right, here's how we get better. And I'm like, oh, okay, 
all right. So I went in thinking X. And it wasn't until somebody else who saw the exact same situation from a different vantage point was like, eh, not bad. Let's keep moving. So imagine that there is somebody looking at your exact situation, how you say, I don't have enough, I am not enough, um, I could be doing more, I'm not doing fast enough, and somebody else is looking at that and being like, ah, great, keep moving on. So if we were to reframe, I don't know what to do, and reframe it to, I will figure out what to do. If we are to reframe, I don't have enough money to how can I make the money I need to afford it? Those reframes in our mind of us just being conscious of the stories we're telling ourselves, of us just being aware of the negativity that seeps in. Now, we don't wake up and think, oh, I'm going to be negative today. It's just like that kind of subconscious thought that keep us stuck. Now, I have to say that when I talk about these things, everybody starts somewhere when it comes to reframing their thoughts. I actually wasn't even aware that I was speaking so negatively and toxic. I was toxic to myself. I was very negative. I was very like, you're not doing enough. You're not moving fast enough. I actually didn't realize that all of those things were toxic. And then all of a sudden, when having conversations, I started realizing where my pattern of thought was going. And the minute I became aware was the minute I started changing how conscious I was. And I'm like, wait a minute. You know, I, I don't have to think this way. Me thinking negatively is a choice. It takes me just as much energy for me to say, I am not moving fast enough as it does taking the exact same amount of energy for me to say I'm doing the best I can with what I have. And the thing that I have to remind myself, and this is the thing I have to remind you, because I think that I, we, all must, we all must learn what we need to teach. So I am in the process of learning along with everybody else and I'm gonna stand on top of a mountaintop and I'm going to say that no one can do what you do in the way that you do it. No one can do what you do in the way that you do it. I understand that whatever it is you sell, you have competition everywhere. I understand that whatever it is you sell, somebody sells it for less money, somebody has higher quality, somebody has more education, somebody has a nicer website, somebody has a better online store, somebody has more social followers, right? All of those things could be true. And even if and even when those things are true, you should not be stopped from showing up and the world of the way that you need to in selling what you need to and pursuing your dreams and passion the way that you need to. So there are some questions that are rolling in. Christy Cross said, I need to hear this weekly, honestly. Girl, I'm a one-up level you. Like I need to remind myself of this daily, every single day that there are people like we have been working tirelessly behind the scenes at Social Curator, coming up with like ideas and branding. And we see these other companies that are much bigger than us, like rip off the exact terminology. Like this morning, I woke up at four o'clock in the morning. I got up and I started working and I was like, I think I need to go work out. I need to go and clear my mind. And so I'm leaving and it's 5.15 in the morning and it's dark outside and I'm waiting for a garage door to open and I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, wow, they completely ripped off not just the idea this other company ripped off the entire name of, of a feature that we have on the inside of social curator and i exited through the garage and i thought to myself i'm going to make the active decision to say 
Nobody can do what Social Curator does in the way that Social Curator does it. I'm going to look at it from abundance. I'm going to look at it and think that competition is a good thing. That competition is going to push us forward. Competition is going to allow us to innovate. Competition is going to keep our, our team lean and keep us focused on what we know moves the needle. And as long as we, as long as the people, oh, what is that saying? I'm about to ruin it. But like often imitated, never duplicated. Like that should be the social curator mantra. Often imitated, never duplicated. Because people can rip off exactly what we do and how we do, but guess what? We were the first. And I'm going to come out and say, we were the first and we're going to be the best. And if we're not the best, we're going to try and act and behave as if being the best is a foregone conclusion. Okay. Uh, Kwa asked, how about if you're trying to teach your audience about a complicated topic? trading, investing, financial tips. Should I still do short videos? It's been hard trying to do quick videos with deep topics. Yes, Qua, I absolutely think you should be doing it. So for instance, I did a reel, like five things you should stop doing on Instagram. And that reel, I think it was like 14 seconds. That means that the words were coming up so fast. Do I think that I can explain fully what people should be avoiding to do? Probably not. But if they liked it and they read the caption, there's a higher likelihood to slowly build somebody's trust. Because if somebody was watching a 14 second reel enough times, and then they see a video that's three minutes, there's a much higher likelihood after seeing the small micro pieces of content that they would watch a three minute video. And after somebody watches, you know, 14 or 15 second reels and then maybe three to four minute videos over time, if I go live on Instagram, if I go live on Facebook, there's a higher likelihood that somebody is going to watch longer and longer and longer. But if I was only creating 20 minute videos, 20 minute live videos, well, it takes a lot to commit to somebody for 20 minutes. Like the fact that we're going on 21 minutes right now for people who started at the beginning and are now here at 21 minutes. They, it ain't their first rodeo. I'll tell you that much. Like I'm very confident that far before anybody gets to 21 minutes or 25 or 55 minutes, it starts off small. So qua, I would recommend start off small and grow from there and always diversify your offerings. I don't only just do reels. I do reels. I do stories. I do short videos. I do longer videos. I do live videos. I teach webinars that are one hour. So that spectrum has really offered a nice diversity for followers. Becky asked, what if you constantly worry about what your peers think of you and you think you're not good enough? Well, Becky Roberts, that's a decision. If you want to use any of your energy to consider people who you want to impress, but don't pay your bills, that's a decision. That's not on your peers, that's not on me, that's on you. If you're always worried about something that somebody will say, you're gonna be living in the shadow of fear and doubt and in a pretend land. Like, you actually don't know what your peers are saying. Like, you could put out a piece of content and you could worry, they think I'm stupid, they think I'm dumb, they think I'm old, they think I'm fat, they think I'm out of touch. But that's a story you're telling yourself because your peers could be looking at your content and think something else. They could think she's amazing. She's gutsy. She's brave. 
she's silly and I like her but if you want to waste energy pretending like you know what they're thinking I'm going to caution you and say that's a waste of time because Becky they're judging you anyway your peers are judging you they're judging you if you post on social media or you don't they're judging you if you send a newsletter or you don't they're judging you if you dance on TikTok or you don't so Becky they're always judging you always as human beings we judge people we don't mean to but we look and say are you like me are you not like me what are you doing is that similar to what I'm doing what are you doing would I do that it's judgment it's how we're hardwired so if you know that they're going to judge you anyway and Becky they are why not do the thing that you're supposed to do if you know that they're going to have an opinion if you post a reel and they're going to have an opinion if you don't post a reel so if you know they're going to have an opinion anyway why not do the thing that you know you need to do to move the needle in your business i know oh oh i'm gonna tell you a real story facts so on instagram you could be watching somebody's content and you could use a little lower right hand corner it's like a little paper airplane and you could send it to somebody i can't tell you how many times somebody clicks on that paper airplane and they think they're sending it to somebody else and they accidentally send it to me i have seen messages that say i can't believe this ridiculous could you ever imagine doing this and guess what they come to me I can't tell you because sometimes I'll just ignore it because I'm like why like why am I gonna embarrass this other person this other person was talking trash about me why am I gonna be like you should be nicer because honestly it's a waste of my time like I'm sorry you were raised by wolves in a barn like I'm sorry you weren't taught how to be polite or if you don't have anything nice to say don't say anything at all like I'm sorry that you weren't raised that way but I'm just not gonna waste my time or other times if I'm just in the mood I'll be like oh I think you accidentally meant to send this to somebody else just so they know that I know that we all know you were talking trash depends on the mood of my day but I know that if you have enough energy to send one of my reels or videos or posts to somebody else with something negative to say you're wasting valuable time that you should be building your business you should be doing something else so am I gonna care am I gonna waste time that you're wasting time and hating on somebody else I always understand that whenever I do something different or whenever I do something new that people are going to hate it not because they hate it objectively that they hate when somebody does something new because it offends or it threatens their status quo people like when everybody's the same because it makes them feel safe it makes them feel like they don't have to change or to iterate and I understand that when I do something different and somebody says that's stupid she's fat she looks like a man her family should go back to Mexico these are all things that I have heard and I have seen in comments if I know that people have those comments to say about me do you think that I'm going to let a stranger on the internet stop me from doing what I'm supposed to do if you do you got me mixed up with somebody else I'll tell you that much because very similar to Alexander Hamilton, 
who was one of the most prolific content creators in American history. I will continue to create and I will create so many pieces of content that it drowns out anybody's doubt, negativity, or fear mongering. In fact, when people say things about my content, it gives me power and it gives me insight on what I need to change. That's it. So to Becky and anybody else and all the Beckys of the world who are concerned with what their peers are going to say, number one, they're going to talk anyway. Number two, if they have an opinion, if you do something or you don't do something, then number three, do the thing that you're supposed to do to get the results that you want. That's it. Friends, I go live every single week. I love these conversations. Without your questions, I can't show up and answer and do what I do. So thank you for your questions. Thank you for posting them. Thank you for sharing this content. If you found it helpful, tag a friend. And I look forward to connecting next week. So there you have it. If you enjoyed this episode of the Jasmine Star Show and don't want to miss another, subscribe to the podcast from wherever you're tuning in from today. This will ensure you get notified of all future episodes and the entire Social Curator team will be forever grateful for your support. Until next time, Jasmine will talk to you again soon.